Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about the murder case of Sarah Stern. It all took place on December 3rd of 2016 when an Uber driver spots an abandoned car on the side of the road on Route 35 Bridge located in Belmar, New Jersey. The Uber driver got an eerie feeling from dislocation and the state of the car, so they decided to alert the police. When the police got there, they found it odd how the car was in perfect condition, all car doors were unlocked, and that the keys were still left in the ignition. The police decided to run the place of the 1994 silver four-door Oldsmobile to find the owner of the car. The police found the owner of the car to be 96-year-old Lillian Stern. With deeper investigation, they found out that Lillian was not the one driving the car and was actually her granddaughter Sarah Stern, age 19, who was driving the car. Police initially thought of this case as a suicide because of where the car was deserted and how there was no sign of Sarah anywhere. Soon after, they headed to Sarah's house to make sure that everything was good. And the police realized that the door to her house was unlocked, and the only thing in her house was her dog still locked in the crate. And who was Sarah Stern? Sarah Stern was a 19-year-old do- girl from Neptune City, New Jersey, and was the only child to her parents. She was described by Plenty as a beautiful brunette, intelligent, and hardworking. One of her many talents was being very artistic. Sarah was studying art production at her local community college. She was. She took to Twitter to proudly display her artwork and also was super friendly with well-known YouTubers like Jenna Marbles. When the news of her disappearance first hit the media, they posted about her disappearance, asking if anyone had seen her and offered rewards for with any information. With no lead, police started reaching out to Sarah's friends and families. A family friend of the Stearns mentioned to police that Sarah had sent her a text message earlier in the morning to ask if she can drop off a few of her mother's belongings at her house. Sarah's mother died of cancer in 2013, and she had quite a few of her belongings left with her and didn't know what to do with it and where to store it. The friend allowed Sarah to leave some of her mother's things there, and the family friend said that Sarah was with her childhood friend, Leah, Mc- Leah McAtasney. The family told the investigators that Sarah did seem a little down and depressed, which first gave them the initial thought of Sarah committing suicide, and that's why she was missing. Sarah's home life was not as expected. Her and her father were constantly arguing with each other, and Sarah had told this family friend that she had started to lose respect for her father. And around this time, Sarah was living with her father, but he was out of town in Florida. Because the family friend mentioned that Sarah was with Liam when she dropped off her mother's belongings, the investigator decided to go speak with Liam because he was the last to be seen with Sarah. Liam McAtasney was one of Sarah's best friends. Both have known each other since childhood and he was known for being a jokester. Liam also had a twin brother named Seamus. The brothers met Sarah when they were six years old during Sunday school and instantly connected. The group was always said to be hanging out with each other during the weekend. They all grew up in the town of Neptune City and the town was being known for being a super tight-knit community where everyone seemed to know each other. So investigators go to Liam's house and ask if he had, if he knew where Sarah was and Liam told investigators that they had spent the afternoon together and ran some errands together and stopped to go get lunch at Taco Bell. Then shortly after, Liam went to work. In a later interview that Liam had done, he told investigators that Sarah seemed super depressed and suicidal. Sarah had mentioned to Liam that the problems she was having with her dad were so bad that she wanted to move to Canada. One of Sarah's neighbors provided the investigators with their security footage showing Sarah dropping off the bins containing her mother's stuff to the family friend to confirm the story. With the security footage from the neighbor and Taco Bell, this confirmed that Liam said what Liam said they did to be true. There was also another security camera that caught Sarah stopping at the bank and showed her going inside. Then after going to the bank, they had headed, they head back to her house. The security camera shows Liam dropping Sarah off at her house and going to his job right after. All the security investigators gathered mad matched up with the timeline that Leah gave them except the bank stop that Liam failed to mention. Around 11.45pm, Sarah's neighbor's security camera showed Sarah leaving the driveway again, but in the footage, it was not clear if it was Sarah driving the car or not. So police go to the bank where Sarah had stopped to get a little bit more information about her disappearance. 
The banker told police that Sarah had gone into the bank and accessed her safety deposit box and taken out some of her money that was in it. Because she had accessed some of her money, many thought that it, that this was a runaway case because of the problems with her home life and what Leah had mentioned to police earlier on. But, but when police asked to get access to her safety deposit box, it was revealed that there was still $25,000 still left in it. Police found this odd because if she was a runaway, she would have taken all the money in the safety deposit box to start her new life. But with the money still being left in the deposit box and also her dog being in the cage, there was no way that this was a runaway case. Many said that Sarah and her dog were attached to the hip, so they found it weird that her dog was still there. Because if Sarah had run away, there was no way that she was going to leave her dog. Because of this, police searched Sarah's room, and inside her room, they found her passport, social security card, and some Canadian currencies, proving that she most likely did, she most likely did not run away. Now police are thinking that Sarah had committed suicide, so interrogators deployed search teams and the Belmar water rescue team to search Shark River for Sarah's body. But after searching for 11 hours, the search team came up with nothing. Over the course of several days, many people helped with the search. But where Sarah Cars was left, Shark River was underneath it, and Shark River meets the ocean, so many were thinking that if she did jump, her body was most likely not going to be found because the current would have taken it to the into the ocean. Two months end up going by, and there's still no leads or whereabouts of Sarah, but then get a lead. A kid named Anthony Curry goes to investigators and tells them that he might have some information about what had happened to Sarah. Anthony was a good friend of Liam and both shared the common interest of horror films and the making of them. The two would constantly talk about movie ideas they had to one another because they both desired to make their own. Anthony tells investigators that he and, he and Liam were hanging out on Thanksgiving Day of 2016 and Liam tells Anthony that he has a good idea for a movie. Now this wasn't odd because they constantly shared movie ideas with one another, but this idea had Anthony feeling weird. Now the idea that Liam pitched had, had pinched Anthony was about strangling a girl and throwing her body off a bridge. Anthony didn't put two and two together about the about the disappearance because he had told police that it was odd, but when they because they pitched movie ideas to each other all the time. But what was weird was that Liam reached out to Anthony on Snapchat asking if the cops had talked to him yet. Anthony responded with no, and Liam responded saying that he needed to talk to him. Anthony got a weird feeling from this, so that so he took screenshots of the conversation on Snapchat and showed it to the police. Because Anthony was such good friends with Liam, the police decided to have Anthony participate in a sting operation to get some answers from Liam about Sarah. The plan was to have Anthony call Liam and to ask to borrow some money with the story that he had broken the camera and needed some money to fix it. The reasoning behind asking Liam for some cash and if Liam had done anything to Sarah, he might have taken some of the money from the safety deposit box and would have had some extra cash. So Anthony called Liam and asked to borrow some of the money he took from that girl and Liam replied with a uh, okay and the call went silent for a little bit. After a while, Liam told Anthony that he didn't want to talk about the subject further on the phone and for Anthony to meet Liam because, quote-unquote, it was too dangerous to talk over the phone, end quote. So then on January 31st of 2017, Anthony was waiting in his car in a local parking lot waiting for Liam to get there. Now, what Liam didn't know was that police were actually listening into the conversation by using little hidden cameras outside and inside of Anthony's car. So when Liam gets into the car, Anthony asks him if he has some money and Liam tells Anthony that he didn't have as much as he thought he would. Liam thought he was going to get he was going to walk away with at least 50 to 100 grand and Sarah only bought out 10 grand. So Liam goes on to tell Anthony that he had been planning Sarah's murder for about six months. The reason why Liam was planning Sarah's murder was because he knew about the money that Sarah's mom had left her when, he, when she died. The money that Sarah's mom had left her was super old money, like falling apart in her hand. So Liam told Anthony that he was scared of spending the money because it was so old and seemed sketchy that the money was so old and he decided to stay low for, before doing something with it. When Sarah first discovered this money, she told Liam right away because she was so excited. 
She was so excited because Sarah was going to use this money to move to Canada. Because Sarah had so much money and she was excited about, Liam got jealous of her having the money. The only thing standing between Liam and the money was Sarah, so Liam actually asked his roommate Preston to help him with his to help him with the murder. Preston was a good friend to Sarah and was actually her junior prom date. Liam told Anthony that he had planned out the aftermath of Sarah's murder. He had planned out how to stage the murder and what he was going to say when the police questioned him. The only thing that didn't work out in Liam's plan was Sarah's body not turning up. Liam believed that if Sarah's body had been found in the river, it would have made it look like Sarah had actually committed suicide. Liam proceeds to tell Anthony that Liam convinced Sarah to go back to the bank and pull out some of her money. Since Liam had everything planned out, he needed to head to work because that was going to be his alibi. And so when Liam leaves, this is Preston's cue to go in through the back door. Prior to Preston coming in through the back door, Liam had strangled Sarah to death. Preston then drags Sarah's body outside her house and leaves her in the bushes near the fence. When Liam's shift was over at work, Liam and Preston went back to Sarah's house and went sealed a safe containing the money in it, then put her body in the passenger seat of her own car to make it look like she was asleep in the front seat. Liam drives to her car to Route 35 and Preston follows behind them in his own car. This plan was for Liam to throw Sarah's body over the bridge. Preston and Liam were communicating with each other through walkie-talkies so that they didn't use their phones. Liam underestimated how much a dead body weighed, so he had to have Preston come and help toss Sarah's body into Shark River. To make Sarah's murder look like a suicide, he left the keys in the ignition and, with, and he thought that that would throw the police off. After the whole confession, they parted ways and with all this information, Anthony had gotten from Liam. Liam was arrested on February 2nd of 2017. Liam was charged with first-degree murder, first-degree felony murder, first-degree robbery, second-degree desecration of human remains, and second-degree hindering apprehension. Preston was charged with second-degree desecration of human remains, second-degree conspiracy to desecrate human remains, and second-degree hindering apprehension. Preston ends up testifying against Liam for a plea bargain. Preston said that the plan started off as a burglary. Preston thought that he was going to get over $100,000 but ended up only getting $10,000 and Preston only got a $3,000 cut. Preston would end up being sentenced to 18 years in prison and is up for parole in 2032. After five weeks of trial, Liam was found guilty of all counts, of, of all counts on June 21st of 2019. Liam was sentenced to life without parole plus an additional 10 years and will be serving his sentence in a New Jersey state prison.